This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm so glad to welcome back to the podcast, Carl Lafferton. Carl is Executive Vice President for Publishing at The Good Book Company and the author of a number of books. Although he studied history at Oxford University, he's written in the area of theology and even books for children. They're great. He's written Original Jesus, The God Contest, and my favorite, The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. Before joining The Good Book Company, he worked as a journalist, a teacher, and a pastor. Carl is married to Lizzie, and they have two children, and it's just always so much fun and an encouragement to have you on the podcast, Carl. Thanks for joining us again. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, Champ. Thank you for inviting me. That's my pleasure. Carl, what passage do you have for us today? So um, we're in Psalm, Psalm 121 and verses 2 and 3. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Carl, I love these verses. I love this psalm. And I would like to hear, how would you put this in your own words? What is the psalmist saying? So I think his, to put it in a nutshell, he is saying, we all need help and we can always look for help from the Lord who has made everything and who sustains and protects us. And because he never sleeps, we need never worry. All right. So Carl, You've told us what this verse is saying. Can you set it in its context? What's the environment of these verses? Great. The environment is that uh, this is a, a, a song of ascents. So it would have been sung by Old Testament pilgrims as they journeyed to Jerusalem to visit the temple, the place where God dwelled most gloriously in all the earth um, among his people in his temple. And to get to Jerusalem, the topography the, is, is mountainous. So you have to navigate these mountains. It would have been dangerous. Um, bandits lived in the mountains. It would have been difficult. You can slip off the path. And this is a song that they would have sung as they uh, navigated those mountains up towards the presence of God in the, in the temple. Uh, and, and verse one, the psalmist says, you know, I look around at the hills and I know I need help. Where does my help come from? And Verse two, verse three uh, is, mm. is the answer to that. So this verse comes right out of a context where people, they have needs. I mean, they're journeying through the mountains. They may get waylaid and attacked. And so they're singing and calling out to the Lord as they're journeying. Boy, that really makes it come alive. And the reality is we face those same kind of situations in life, maybe not getting jumped by bandits in the mountains, but we find difficult situations that encounter us every day. How do you think this verse might fit our lives in that way? The wonderful thing about this verse is it, it maps onto our experience because we are pilgrims. If we are believing in the Lord Jesus as our Savior and our Lord, then we are pilgrims and we are navigating the hills in order to get to the glorious, the most glorious presence of God. Mm. Uh, when we when we see him face to face, when we enter uh, his heavenly throne room and he says, welcome home. And yes, granted, I don't meet many bandits, but, you know, life is is difficult. We face attack, be it spiritual attack uh, or otherwise. Um, life sometimes feels like we are trekking up a very steep slope. Life sometimes feels like we are tripping and wondering 
how can we carry on walking the walk of faith uh, on the way home? And so wherever you're listening to this today and however your life is going, you're in those mountains. You may be at a peak at the moment. You may be down deep in a, in a valley at the moment. But ahead of you, if you're a Christian, lies the heavenly Jerusalem. Uh, the ultimate temple of God. But we're not there yet. We're pilgrims. And, and that's why this song speaks to us just as much as it did to those first pilgrims all those years ago. That's so encouraging. I want to ask you more about what we can learn about God in this passage in just a moment. But let me go ahead and read it again so it's fresh in our minds. This is Psalm 121 verses 2 and 3. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. So, Carl, these verses do talk about who God is and what he's like and what he does for us. Can you unpack how who God is helps us in these situations you mentioned as we're going up even hills of adversity on our way to our heavenly home? So we tend to live with our eyes sort of fixed on the problems and the challenges, the mountains, if you like. And here we are called to lift our eyes higher than the mountains to the Lord who it says is the maker of heaven and earth. In other words, he made those mountains. Hmm. He made everything and everything that we walk through in life is under his sovereign command and control. There's nothing that happens by accident. There's nothing that takes him by surprise because he is the Lord, the maker of heaven where we're headed towards and earth where we are uh, right now. And so we're just given this, this huge view of God and then it says, and he will not allow your foot to slip. So that God who is supreme over every mountain is also intimately involved with us personally. He's he's literally watching over our every step. He's mm. he, he's not just out there above us, though he is. He's also the God who is right here with us. And of course, in the Lord Jesus and by his spirit, he is Emmanuel. He is God with us right now. And that means we, we can look to God and say he's big enough to help with any circumstance and he's close enough to help me with this circumstance. So we have this wonderful juxtaposition of the bigness, the awesomeness, uh, the majesty of God and, and the personal intimacy of him not allowing our foot to slip. And then it adds that God doesn't sleep. Your protector will not slumber. So sleep is intrinsic to us as humans because we are dependent creatures. Hmm. And so, uh, you know, my son was trying to stay awake on New Year's Eve uh, and indeed on Christmas Eve. Uh, and uh, neither time was he able to because because we do need sleep eventually. Uh, God never does. It's a remarkable thing to say that God never sleeps, but he doesn't because he's the entirely self-sufficient creator. So he doesn't need anything. He doesn't rely on, on anything outside of himself. And I think, again, that just reminds us that our God is not just a slightly bigger version of us. He is utterly different than us and he doesn't need anything and he's never caught napping. He never goes off duty. He never needs to take a vacation. And so that means I can say that there is never a moment when God is not watching over my every step through this life. And he's watching over every step. Why? To get me to Jerusalem, to get me to the temple of his presence. That's what he's doing day by day. And so every day I wake up and I'm still trusting him. That's a day closer through my journey until I see him face to face. And the reason I've got this far and the reason I will get that far is because he will not allow our foot to slip. Carl, that is so encouraging of who our God is. He knows just what to tell us about himself to meet us in our difficulties. That's so wonderful. 
Carl, if you took this verse and you turned it on its head and made it say something that it's not saying, sort of the upside down version, the screw tape letters version, as it were, how might we mishear this verse? Oh, that's a very good question, Jam. I suppose if we have this sense of God that it is it is all up to him, and if you like, we can just sit down on the path and somehow he will magically levitate us from where we are to the New Jerusalem, then that is to misunderstand this verse. Carl, thank you again for being with us today. I love these verses, and I love hearing your heart for the Lord through these verses. Would you just take a moment, and as we head into the day, another climb up the mountain, as it were, toward the temple of the Lord, the place of his presence, would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? I'd love to. Thanks, champ. Lord, uh, you are the creator of all that is, and you are our savior and our sustainer. And we thank you that wherever we are in life right now and whatever's going on in life right now, we thank you that we know that one day we will set our eyes on your glorious face in your glorious, perfect presence in the new Jerusalem forever. We thank you that that lies ahead. And we thank you that you are sovereign over what lies in our day to day, the good things and the hard things, the things that make us smile and the things that make us cry. And we praise you that you are our helper who is with us that you love us and know us so well that you keep each of our steps walking towards that day when we see you. So whatever happens today, whatever comes our way, Father, enable us to trust you, enable us to walk forwards, enable us to please you in what we say and how we live. And keep us always looking towards that day when we enter your temple, enter your presence, and we're home and our pilgrimage is done. For your son's sake, we pray these things. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.